Man, we got to start using Apple Cash. Okay. Why? It's so easy and convenient. Apple Cash lives in messages. All right. So I could pay you in the convos we're already having. Not forget a payment or have the money sitting somewhere just collecting dust. Oh, that is nice. And then you can use that cash right away and buy stuff at like a store with Apple Pay. I don't have to do all the bank transfer stuff? No, it's just right there. It's easy, convenient, and secure. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? See how easy that was? Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. Everyone loves Mint Mobile, and it's time for more Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. If you say a word too much, it doesn't sound like a word anymore. Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile. Did you know Mint Mobile has unlimited talk and text? Everyone knows Mint Mobile has unlimited talk, text, and data plans for $15 a month when you buy a three-month plan. Everyone knows it. Everyone knows you can save with Mint Mobile. M-I-N-T-M-O-B-I-L-E dot com slash distractible. Use distractible. Use the slash distractible. To get this new customer offer, go to mintmobile.com slash distractible. That's M-I-N-T-M-O-B-I-L-E dot com slash D-I-S-T-R-A-C-C-I-B-L-E. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month for the first three months only. Speed slower than 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. This episode is brought to you by Accounting Plus. Here's a story that's 100% true. And it's about how accounting is a great choice of career. Here's the facts. With accounting, you'll have flexibility, great pay, and the kind of lifestyle you've always dreamed of. It's a lifestyle that's less math and spreadsheets and more traveling, personal and professional growth, and making a positive impact on your family and community. Want to start an exciting new chapter? Accounting Plus provides free resources that will help guide you to a successful career in accounting and personal freedom. Do more. Live more. Visit joinaccountingplus.com. Good evening, gentle listener, and welcome to Distractable. Now with glorious visuals. This week, shut-in Wade has the ick again, but hosts anyway, as he loves tail. Nudist Mark endorses anal tanning and burying porn for future generations. Lazy Bob whops out wisdom on self-acceptance and a choice between being a bird or a bee. From cat-in-the-hat divadom to flashing at intruders. Yes, it's time for good advice. Now sit back and prepare to be distracted and enjoy the show. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Distractable. I'm today's host, Wade, and welcome to the show where I'm joined by two co-hosts. I get to decide the topic for the day. I assign points as I see fit. Whoever gets the most points ends up winning, hosts the next episode, yada, yada, yada. But most importantly, my co-host here, Mark and Bob. Hey, guys. How's it going? Hello. Hello. Uh, For the first time, people can see us enjoy us imbibing drinks. Doesn't even look like I have any baby spit up on my shoulders, so... Doing pretty good today, you know? Do I look like I have a terrible pandemic virus? You look about the same. Yeah, actually, you look about the same. Thanks, guys. Are you worse today? Or, uh... Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Uh, yeah, I'm always kind of sickly, and I always wear a robe to our recording. Well, it has a hood. Yeah, well, it just looks like you're wearing a fleece hoodie, which is not that weird of a thing to wear. That's actually pretty robe. cool. It's got the little oh, that looks like a robe. Well, yeah, we couldn't okay. see that part because you're sitting on it. Yeah, and the people at home don't know what the norm is because there's only been like two other recordings that are video before this one. <laughs> one, I think. One. The second one. This is, that should be the second video one oh, here. Okay. All right, well, they enough. know what to expect, and they've got one video to base it on. We established the first one. <laughs> Tell me how you are, David. I'm going to call. This <laughs> 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 Um, I'm good. I'm in the throes of pre-production, but many cool things that I absolutely cannot talk about are occurring and are occupying... Oh, wait, Mark, are you doing that... Right? You know, I hope you weren't mouthing it because the video might... If people read your lips, I don't know what you were saying. (laughs) What I said was, are you doing that thing with the thing where you're at the thing and... Uh, that part secret? That might be. It might all be secret. Actually, I don't even know if I should tell people I'm in. Bleep it all! Get that out of there, Will. Um, hope we're not live streaming. We're not live streaming, right? We've burned up. No, we're not. Okay, are right. 
I don't know. I'm going to check. I just showed up because you guys promised me even more pay. We're not. Don't worry. Uh, who promised you? Yeah, you guys. You're giving me your salaries for like the next month, right? What? Why? Hey, you know what? One extra point to each of you for your financial generosity to me during this troubling hey, time. Hey, those points are worth it. more than gold. All right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, worth it. Mm-mm. All right. But other than that, you know, very busy, very, very good. Um, oddly enough, uh, Wade, you getting COVID has made me paranoid about it because if I get COVID during this uh, film production, it's kind of going to ruin everything. Be paranoid. It's terrible. God, when you do look up at the camera like that, it does. I, I feel for you, and I, you do start to look sickly, so I'm this sorry. This is the best I've felt in, like, three, dude, I feel 100% compared to how I felt two days ago. There was a point I was sitting on the couch, and I just, like, eyeballed Molly, and she was like, can I get you anything? And I was like, oh. And she's like, are you dying? And I was like, I wish. <laughs> Man. But this no. is where I kind of am starting to feel like you do have a severe nutritional deficiency because I feel like your immune system seems weak. You mean eating a pound and a half of wings a day for sustenance isn't isn't a balanced diet? <laughs> you know, I guess I can't talk about hey, that. I'm still kind of doing that myself. Protein is but... good for you when you have this. I looked it up. Mm-hmm. So sunlight. Yeah, but that's outside. <laughs> wait, wait. The eight important what? Important what? They what important, important things daily are Daily nutritionals, you know. Like uh, <laughs> vitamin D, uh, protein, <laughs> vitamin Guys, I'm really, other. Really monitoring my nutritionals closely. <laughs> uh, uh -huh. Before before I started this, I was only getting two of eight. That's one quarter. There was only one section of nutritionals where I was like, none of that looks edible, so screw that. But the what other ones nutritionals? I Nutritionals? What are you talking about? Do you are. mean like food groups or something? Like what are you talking about exactly? Uh, you know, beans, greens. That's what I was dying the other day, man. Stuff that grows underground. Green beans, which is different. Green. It was like important things to make sure your body gets when you're battling COVID. It was like, what, are you, C, what did you get? A pamphlet when you got it? What are you talking about? I Googled, man. I used my phone. I looked it up. You Googled what? Nutrition, COVID nutritionals. What is nutritionals? Well, it's a word I made up because I don't remember what I looked up. You want to go through my search history right now? I don't even want to look that when I'm dead. I don't think you remember what you looked up. I don't think you remember what you COVID typed. COVID nutritionals what at Walmart is the autocomplete I get when I when I Google that. You know what? That point you both got, I'm taking it away. <laughs> Apparently, there's a, a Walmart brand called Best Nutritionals LLC. <laughs> That's you not a made-up word, Wade, because there's a, a company of it. In fact, I'm winning nah. right now with one point for my nutritional research. Great. Man, that's yeah. um, well, good. Well, it's good to know you're doing so well, buddy. I'll mm -hmm. say about that. Always been better. So, but, you know, keep up with that eight, eight vitamin multivitamin, you know. Only eight basic groups. <laughs> Shut up. I have a minor <laughs> fever right now. It's, it's it's low. It was up to like 103, 104. It's like it's like 99 or something right now. It's not bad. And this is definitely like bad cold right now. But I will say at its worst, this is top three worst things I've dealt with. Even being like vaxxed and boosted and everything. I can't imagine how, how bad it would be if I your, your nut pain when we were on tour? That seemed like um, it was pretty rough for you. The uvula was awful because it was like 16 straight hours of misery. I still don't understand what that was. It actually swelled up again slightly for this. Uh, whenever I was at the uh, urgent care and I got diagnosed with COVID, the, the doctor, she's like, yeah, your uvula looks slightly swollen. I was like, please prescribe me steroids. <laughs> and she did. <laughs> I was like, I looked at her like dead serious. I was like, I can't go through it again. <laughs> quite a bold proclamation at least two of your worst health incidents in your life have been in the last month <laughs> dude i know or two months however long both that times both events occurred within like three days of my scheduled shoulder surgery that i still haven't gotten to have i feel like this is divine intervention to stop me from getting this surgery or it's a combination of the same root cause well not that COVID is but maybe nutritional throat play traveling leaving my house both times I've left my house, bad things have happened to me. I need to stay home.
I started getting like just making sure I was getting 15 minutes of sun, which I haven't been doing since I've been over here. And that's why my sleep's getting worse. But my sleep gets better. I feel better. My mood is better. Just getting 15 minutes of sun, direct sunlight, getting out fully nude, direct sunlight. How doesn't even have to be nude. I mean, I am, but you don't have to be nude. Are you Um, doing butthole up or? No, butthole down. I feel like I put put a reflective card underneath myself (laughs) and I get it like the reflection. I don't want direct on my butthole. You got one of those uh, squatty, uh, I can't think of a rhymey word, squatty, <laughs> squatty, squatty sunnies. Squatty. Like a nutritional. Keep going, yeah. It's called, it's actually marketed as where it don't shine. Ah, uh, he landed it. <laughs> so you forget a word, it's okay. I forget a word, it's a whole stampede. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't, I'm not sick, so I'm. I should get more Cooler excuses. Than you. One, I love pity. I'm cool because I've got an immune system. <laughs> okay, like, cool yeah. kid. Must be because I get all my nutritionals. I got yeah. tons of exercise. I was eating a variety of foods and healthy foods. Uh, and we were down in Orlando, walking around like some of the different Disney parks. And that's when I got the uvula thing. Was after all of that. And I got lots of steps, lots of sunlight, all of that. And then I was also getting sunlight and out and about. Whenever I got back and ended up with COVID, I think it's just a bad time of year to be out and about. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're in a crowd of thousands of people, that'll do it. But also, I want to point out one or two days of doing such healthy things won't have a long-term effect. Um, we need to. How like, about four? I seen the sun once. <laughs> I waved right up at him, and I was like, I'm going inside. Do you get outside? I have the last couple months till this week. <laughs> You drunk? What happened to you? <laughs> I'm in. I'm here for you and you and all of you. <laughs> My friends, I love you, buddy. <laughs> Whatever. It's okay. time to get to get to the show. You all are here because okay. I'm the best host. The pressure has never been higher. But even at my worst, I've come up with the best. We've got a great show in store for you like all. Like the today. last episode you hosted? I don't remember it, so maybe it was good. What was it's it? It's the one we almost called Wade's worst piece of shit episode ever. <laughs> you don't remember? Nope, I'm blocking it out. Don't want to remember. We're moving <laughs> oh, <okay>. on. <laughs> well, it was, it was great. It's perfect. You nailed Everybody it. Everybody gets a new, newligan. Mulligan. Mulligan. Newligan. What the hell's a newligan? Newligan. Boys, kick it in. Newligan. Newligan, <laughs> that boys. mine. Uh, this, okay. today, we're going to talk about, as we've done before when I've hosted, I've got several different light-hearted discussions to be had, and I'll be assigning points based on the flip of a coin. All right, so what holiday is coming up? Clearly, there's a secret word. Mm. that we need to s- discover mm. and say repeatedly <laughs> oh, no. as aggressively this... as possible, Mark. Everybody loves that. When we yeah, do. absolutely. Well, at the end of this episode, I'm going to tell you, I've actually already pre-flipped the coins for all my topics. At the end of the episode, I'm going to tell you what the coin flips were, so that way at the head of each one, you can tell people whatever, you can show them however you want to do it. Just so you guys know, uh, a heads on the coin flip means that if you give me bad advice, on these topics, you get a point. A tails means that if you give me good advice, you get a point. So I'm gonna give you guys a topic. Why wouldn't tails be bad advice? I don't know, based on a coin yeah. flip. Maybe bad advice is a success because it's funny? Uh, be, you know the saying, heads never sheds, tails always fails, so uh... I, I feel like... Look, heads is not... bad advice, tails is good advice, I'm the host, if you host, All you right, can make it the other way. Alright, okay. I wouldn't do that if I were you. Well, well I don't care. <laughs> I don't feel good. I'm doing it my way, damn it. You should get your eight nutritionals. Is that good advice? Yeah, how, many, how many out of eight have you had today so far? Maybe your mood. Fuck you. Bad. That's how many. <laughs> <laughs> well, you really got to determine, like, you got to take in what we say and then define it as good or bad because it might be, I don't know, maybe it's your criteria what's good or bad advice and then flip the coin. On our topics, I have a feeling that they're going to go one of a couple ways. And you guys can give the same type of advice, you know, different bad advices. You can just give both good advice. You can flip-flop, whatever you want to do. I don't care. <coughs> but whoever has the most points at the end wins. Our first topic. We're going to start off something relatively easy, something relatively chill, something people are curious about. How... Do you deal with motivation and procrastination? Who goes first? Yeah, how do we decide who goes first? Coin flip? Sure, coin flip. I'll flip a coin for this. Okay. 
Who's uh, calling we'll it? Call it in the air, and we're the opposite of the thing that lands of what we call. Okay? All right, I don't have a coin. I'm just using Google coin flip, <laughs> but here, let's go. <laughs> Learn by watching. Uh, Tails! It's in the air. Slow. <laughs> it's Tails! So it's not Tails, it's heads! Take that, so, Bob! Yeah, Bob, you get to go... First. <laughs> so I have to, I get to go first. Does that dictate what kind of advice I can give, or am I you still give free whatever to give you whatever? want? So the yeah. question posed is: How do you tackle procrastination and motivational issues? Yep, and it's already predetermined whether you get a point for good or bad advice. So you just get to guess, and then I'll tell you both at the end who gets the point, or both of you, or none of you. I didn't even really have to think about this one because Great. I already have an excellent system for dealing with this. Uh, and I I have a name for my system as well. Uh, and it's called, eh, fuck it. <laughs> and uh, the key really is you have to embrace the reality of who you are as a person. It's not that funny, Wade. Calm down. <laughs> oh, he's coughing. Okay. <laughs> it's too bad our fancy recording setups don't have some kind of cough mute button. You the host? Just fucking talk. <laughs> I couldn't tell if you were a pass out or yell at me. Uh, but anyway, uh, the air uh, fuck it system is um, you have to embrace the reality and the truth of who you are. I am a lazy person. I've spent my entire life trying all the systems that everyone online and in books has uh, to recommend to to get rid of procrastination and, and become more organized writing physical lists, writing lists on walls or on the refrigerator where you can see it, uh, scheduling things, breaking it down, down to the minute, scheduling every moment of every day and then trying to follow that. Every version of any productivity thing, stacks of index cards, project management systems where you're, you're you know, you have post-it notes and you're organizing them by like, gotta do now, can do some point, can do later, all of that shit. You know what the problem is? The exact same reason that I'm always doing stuff at the last possible moment, that I'm always procrastinating as long as physically possible, and that I am always feel like I'm disorganized and behind on everything in life, is the same reason I can't follow those dumb fucking systems. I spend two days making a whole thing, like, oh, I'll design this template, and I'll have this list, and if I don't open the list and look at it, it doesn't matter what the fuck I wrote on it, does it? <laughs> so the way to live with your life, if you're a procrastinator, if you have trouble with keeping organized and staying motivated, is to embrace who you are. To embrace that you will always be that person who at the last minute is like, oh, that's due today, and then you scramble to get that shit done, you scramble to hide away your mess because you forgot you were having someone coming over today and you're a slob. You scramble last second to do the laundry that you needed because you forgot you had to wear a suit for this event you're going to. Whatever. Whatever it is, embrace that. Life's going to be chaotic. Sorry, kids. Sometimes you're going to mess up. Sometimes you're going to have to wear dirty clothes. It happens. That's who you are. That's who I am. I've come to peace with it. People might judge me, but you know, I feel pretty good about the fact that I don't put a lot of pressure on myself to change that part of me, I just embrace it and I love it. I am who I am. And that means that sometimes you have to pay late fees if you forget to pay a bill. <laughs> Thank God for online auto-scheduling bill payments. Jesus I, Christ. I have been there. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's, that's my advice. You uh -huh. are who you, you is who you am. And if you're a procrastinator, that shit ain't going away. I'm sorry, friend. This is where it's like the criteria is like, it could be good advice and bad advice, I, I depending on... I, I mean, mean, it really like, depends what outcome you want. If you want to feel better about your life, mm -hmm. I think I gave great advice. If you want to not do that anymore, I don't think my advice is very helpful. <laughs> I think that qualifies as good advice because you're telling people, you know, not everybody's going to get away from it. I think there's different... You can tell different good advice, right? Like you can give people good advice that's different. Bad advice... I feel like would be telling people the opposite of like, like if you're a procrastinator and it works for you, then it works for you. That's not necessarily bad advice. Well, that's mm -hmm. kind of the thing. It doesn't really work. Sometimes you really get fucked, but you know, what yeah. are you going to do? I, I struggle with motivation all the time. Um, I get a lot done, but you know, I still like just the same as everyone else have ADHD. Well, not everyone is ADHD, whatever. You know what I mean? <laughs> I put my million YouTube plaque on the wall one leg at a time like everyone else. 
<laughs> me too. Me too. I do that too. Just like You'd everybody. Hang it up better if it's got to fall down every night. Well, uh, so I found that the one piece, of the most practical change that I've done that someone that people at home could do literally tomorrow um, is the. I'm a big believer in the first thing you do in the morning will set the tone for the every like the entirety of your day. If you start off your day by picking up your phone and looking at it that will set the tone for the rest of your day. I've always noticed how when I wake up in the morning that there's this kind of clarity of mind, even like the the like if you close your eyes and like the colors of your neurons firing washing over your eyes, it's different. Like the patterns are, are different. Um so by setting your tone with intention like I talked about in my perfect day, <laughs> that went slightly poopy and slightly awry and that was a perfect day. I mean, like I had a great plan for the perfect day, and yeah. we got all sidetracked by the boats. But yeah, right. The boats, boats made the. De- I'm the host, and I say the de- the, the the dates made the boats, and the boats made the dates. <laughs> but either way, like starting off, and actually, like, um, this is not for everybody because it's like wh- whatever if you want to do it. But I I do find that if not meditation, sitting and thinking about the intention that you want to do, you don't have to do it. But thinking about it is important in terms of putting yourself in the perspective of, okay, I want to do this thing. And your brain will naturally like puzzle solve and be like, how do I do this thing? And you'll go, oh, yeah, I remember I did think through this because a lot of the motivational struggles is forgetting about um, why you wanted to do something in the first place. So I think that like avoiding the same kind of routines and loops that uh, get you trapped. I'm not saying never look at your phone. That's unrealistic. But at least first thing in the morning, it's like trying to beat a little mini addiction. You're not pushing away forever but you're trying to make at least like 15 minutes in the morning peaceful and sacred so that you can actually remember what you needed to do that day and if that day is a rest day then you just need to remind yourself of that i find it very relaxing i don't do it every day either because it's kind of hard to establish that pattern of things to do but it does help a lot with motivation because it allows you time to remember why i this i actually really like that advice and i'm already in my mind i'm like oh, i should try that i'm sure it'll work unlike every other thing i've ever tried Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm curious, is, uh, oh no, I have a sneeze. Oh God, I have a sneeze coming. <laughs> oh, maybe you should get some ah. fucking sunlight, trading a vegetable, bitch. <laughs> ah, it burns. <laughs> hey, I get sunlight because I have to walk outside to get to my office. No, uh, you're, what you're saying makes me wonder though, how, how, cause it seems like when you wake up, you're like, oh, ooh, I'm awake. Mm. When I wake up in the morning, like my alarm goes off, I snooze it for like five times or whatever. And when I actually wake up, I wake up and I'm like. Oh, uh, okay. It's I have five minutes before I have to be at the recording with the guys. I should move. I should move. <laughs> and like the first hour of my conscious like awakeness, uh-huh. I I don't even remember. I wake up like I was in a medically induced coma, and I don't remember what happened for the last month of my life. Is that not common? Do I sleep wrong? <laughs> I don't get that, but then again, I have spent a long time setting a very specific wake-up time. Uh, mm-hmm. I wake up at like 6 a.m. no matter what time zone I'm in. Um, it takes me a few days to adjust, obviously, if I'm traveling, but I've been doing that for almost like seven years now. So I get up, my body is like used to that, and it took a lot of discipline to be like, no matter where I am, no matter what I'm doing, I'm waking up at 6. So I got used to that, but even before that, I don't think I ever, I don't think it was like that. I'm, I, don't, I mean, maybe I'm just a really unhealthy person. Sure, whatever. I mean, I imagine the uh, baby but like, also. But is that even before the baby? So, yeah. So, the baby thing, uh, Mandy, the way we're doing it right now, I, I stay up late mostly. And then Mandy sort of gets up in the middle of the night early. But really, she, she gets up like three or four. Usually, we sort of sw- swap off. Um, so, I do get to sleep into the morning. So, I don't get as much sleep as I used to. But I still, like, wake up in the morning not because the baby's screaming and I have to, but because it's like I just get to wake up when I'm... I still do that. This morning, I, I had an alarm set for 10. I remember waking up at like 10.15 or 10.20, having no memory of having snoozed my alarm two or three times, waking up to my alarm, looking at me and like, how is it 10.20? I set you for 10. What? And then sitting in bed, like sitting on the edge of the bed for a minute, literally just being like... Oh, Sunday? Is it Sunday today? Fuck. And looking at my phone and be like, what day is it? When is it? What's happening? I like, I was barely even alive for, for a while this morning. I'm okay now. I've been awake for a couple hours, but like, that's how it is every time I wake up almost. 
Wow. It feels like I don't know what's happening. I don't know what day of the week it is. I I got beat up last night, and that's and then I just passed out, and now I'm like awake, and I'm like, what the fuck? I'm sorry, on? Bob. If I just take what more happened? vegetables, I'm sure you'd be better. This is hey, my fault. I get fault. all eight of my nutritionals. <laughs> I know this is my fault. Look, uh, I, I do think that like there are certain supplements that you could take that help us sleep. I found magnesium is actually an under uh, under nutritional. We're not here to help with Bob sleep. You guys get zero right, points. Well, I, I appreciate what? it. What? But you haven't even flipped your coin. Yeah, wait. No, which, I did. Which... I flipped it ahead of time. They're all pre-flipped. So did we both give good advice? Is that we what you're qualified We both gave good advice, and it was a heads, so I wanted bad advice for that one. Well, I don't think Bob's was good advice. Well, well, I, I just kind of want It's wanna... good advice for quality of life. It's not good advice necessarily. It for was good advice to me. Goals, but... Look, I live that life. I'm a procrastinator, and I perform better as one. I've told this story, I think, before here. I've definitely told it before on stream. In high school, I remember in AP English, I put like three or four weeks of effort into like the first English paper I wrote. And I was very proud of it. I got a C minus on it. And I was like, mm. I'm an A student. If I'm going to put this much effort in and get this, ain't worth it. Fuck it. I'm going back the last minute. Whatever I get, I get. Every other paper the rest of the year, A. Doing it the day before, zero revision, like I didn't look it over. Done, spell check, done. Turn it in, A. I work Hello? better in crunch time, I, I don't know. So it worked for me, and that was like the last time I ever tried doing things ahead of time. I was like, everything else, fuck it, last minute. Why? Because that one time I proved to myself I work better last minute. I love that story so much more if you don't learn the wrong lesson by succeeding with minimal effort and maximum procrastination. <laughs> I just love the idea that you you worked for three weeks on a paper and you turn it in and then the teacher's like, C, C minus, and you're like, I'm an A student. <laughs> and then the next time you do the you do the procrastination thing, you turn it in, the teacher's like, C minus, and you're like, I am an A student. <laughs> Everyone else here must be a fucking genius because that was an A paper. <laughs> I just wasn't going to put that much effort into, like, to me, a C was failing. So, like, to, to put that much effort into get a C, it was like... I do get what you're saying, but there are things in the human experience beyond essays and school in general. I'm here as one of the three hosts of Distractable with my horrible life choices, so <laughs> I think I've done okay. <laughs> but I'm just, I'm just saying, for those of that like, okay... You you have a, the, the problem is when you run into tasks that don't take a day to do. That's where it all breaks down. I have and, a strategy uh, for that. In, it's a two word strategy. Mm -hmm. It's called uh oh. <laughs> See, if I show up to set and I'm going with the uh oh method, uh, there's going to be a lot more chaining uh ohs down the road because no one knows what's going on. Well, you, it doesn't work for literally everything, right? Like, if you're trying to memorize vocab words, you can't literally memorize the, like those. You have to kind of do a little bit longer over time. Thinking back to school, there were things you had to like pace out a little bit, but there were definitely things where it's like, okay, I'm going to write this paper. I'm going to get someone else to read it. I'm going to read it, go over it, see what changes, make sure I didn't screw up or say something wrong. Like that always made my work worse whenever I went over it a second time. And I don't know why. Every paper I ever wrote, if I went over it again and I made changes, they were always worse. Thinking weighed much worse than not thinking weighed. <laughs> Your subconscious is a much superior weight than the it one is. that we're seeing right now. It gets all I the see, nutritionals. <laughs> None are saved for the conscious me. All right. Well, fair enough. No points. I get it. Well, I, the coin decided. You both could have been rich in points, but the coin you was against decided. you. You could have said my advice was bad because you love boats. And you're like, screw starting off the morning with all that bullshit. <laughs> oh, don't worry. I took away points from you guys already. <laughs> Mark's <laughs> advice is stupid because I would just wake up every day and be like, mm, boats. <laughs> boats. And that would lead me down a bad path. Dude, I want to mm -hmm. be on a boat so bad. Anyway. See, uh, my advice isn't good. I see how it is. Man, we got to start using Apple Cash. Okay. Why? It's so easy and convenient. Apple Cash lives in messages. All right. So I could pay you in the convos we're already having. Not forget a payment or have the money sitting somewhere just collecting dust. Oh, that is nice. And then you can use that cash right away and buy stuff at like a store with Apple Pay. I don't have to do all the bank transfer stuff. No, nope, it's just right there. It's easy, convenient, and secure. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? See how easy that was. Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Rocket Money. Guys, I found another subscription. It's not even one. They keep coming. What? 
That's crazy. But that's okay because I could use Rocket Money. Uh, <clears throat> Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. Rocket Money can help you have full control over subscriptions, have a clear view of your expenses. If there's anything in there that says like, hey, please cancel this for me, don't press it. I'm going to go press all of those buttons. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash distractible. That's R-O-C-K-E-T-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash D-I-S-T-R-A-C-T-I-V-L-E. Rocketmoney.com slash distractible. You should get that, Mark. It's probably important. Oh, no way. This episode is brought to you by Accounting Plus. Here's a story that's 100% true. And it's about how accounting is a great choice of career. Here's the facts. With accounting, you'll have flexibility, great pay, and the kind of lifestyle you've always dreamed of. It's a lifestyle that's less math and spreadsheets and more traveling, personal and professional growth, and making a positive impact on your family and community. Want to start an exciting new chapter? Accounting Plus provides free resources that will help guide you to a successful career in accounting and personal freedom. Do more. Live more visit joinaccountingplus.com our next topic i had a i had a few here so we're going to skip ahead a little bit uh just based on time we got time for probably like three more right i'll keep my advice shorter from now on our next advice here is going to be hmm, advice to someone asking you in general to tell them about the birds and the bees birds and the bees sex uh, oh, okay. All right. I'd say, <laughs> nope. Not. <laughs> I was trying to think of bad advice. And... You can give bad advice, but don't give not terrible advice. I don't oh, give give good advice, Mark. What's your good sex advice? <laughs> <laughs> don't tell them. Uh, don't you? Don't do. Uh, no, I'll, I'll, I'll go back to what, what my dad's method was, which was, uh, well, actually, no, the worst way to learn about sex is to find a strange VHS in the backyard, as I've talked about on this podcast before, and then try to, through numerous methods to, uh, to look at the tape, to look at the tape right. by shining a flashlight through it. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's probably the worst way because then it, like the natural progression was I discovered porn way too early. Uh, so that's. I can't, if I'm qualifying it, then I'm not submitting it as bad advice. Uh, my advice is bury as many VHS tapes of random pornography everywhere as far and wide as possible so that everyone can discover it in due time when they are destined to find it. When a, when a young lad starts to feel the horny, <laughs> he knows he needs to dig Give him this treasure he gets, map. He gets the instinct. He just starts looking for X's on the ground, and he'll find he'll yeah. find it. If yeah, you leave yeah. enough tapes around, he'll find it. You give him a condom, some lube, a pickaxe, and a treasure map, and you send him on his way to find his VHS tape. It's out does there that somewhere. Teach you, does that teach you everything you need to know? You watch the tape once, and you're like, mm-hmm. Where are the women? Yeah, because, I mean, this is the equivalent, but just, just like, I don't know what the good advice is because my dad actually gave me a book that was like, you know, flip open, like what's sex about? I think I talked about this before. And like, that just had so many more questions to it. than when he gave me that, I already knew what pornography was like for years prior to that. And I had so many questions from that. And then this book did answer none of them. And so it was just like, I was just swirling with confusion. Like, I don't know anything. So, uh, yeah, those are my bad advice submissions. Or good, depending on what the coin flip is. <laughs> oh, trying to play both sides. I'll take all your points. Uh, well, I'm, a, I'm disappointed because I thought you were going to give good advice. And so I spent the whole time imagining up my bad advice. But maybe this is good advice. You could give bad. I, If it was just some person, some random person, I'm working at UDF, and some random person walks in and recognizes that I am the sexual genius because i'm obviously working the counter at udf uh, as you experienced wade my advice would be to answer that sort of question 
uh, metaphorically and or in the form of a riddle or a rhyme. Because then the person can get whatever they need from it, right? If they really, first of all, if that happened to me, I would probably be like, hmm. I don't want, I'm not going to engage, like, nah, pass on this conversation. But if they really push the issue, I, w- I would do something, I would go into something like, all right, you want to know the truth? You want me to teach you? You have yeah. to ask yourself one question. Okay. Do you want, do you want to be a bird or a bee? Birds are, are lightweight, big wings, wide, glidey. They swoop around, they come, they go. They keep a nest. It's nice, it's warm, it's comfortable, it's inviting. Or do you want to be a bee? You fly, you dart around, back and forth, all over the place. You dance to communicate. You got a stinger down there, but you die if you use it. You live in a hive <laughs> with hundreds, thousands of other bees. You all just crawl all over each other all the time. Bees constantly going out, finding a new flower, dipping in the booty. Bringing that juice home to the hive, sharing it with the other bees. Do you want to be a bird or a bee? That's my, and that's as specific as I would get. And they'd be like, "What well, is this? Is the stinger a penis?" And they're like, "It's a stinger. You're a bee. Answer me." And then you know, either you scare them away, or they would find whatever truth they needed to find inside of that, and you wouldn't have to explain anything real about sex stuff to them. Because I don't want to have that conversation with basically anyone who exists, let alone a stranger, theoretically. Yeah, it sucks. I love when you said real right, because I imagine just like you call someone out from the back of the UDF and it's like, so you want to know about sex? Well, one of us speaks in riddles and one of us speaks in rhymes. <laughs> I knew it was coming. Ask you your question. <laughs> we'll give you our time. <laughs> answer our riddles three and we will answer your question one is your penis too slight is it covered in blight <laughs> did you put on a condom cause you're gonna want them <laughs> yeah no that's rhymes rhymes and riddles would probably also suffice to either end the conversation quickly or completely scare the person off from ever entering that place again <laughs> I like the idea of like they're like you're like well I'll answer your question but you have to answer a riddle and they're like okay and you take like a mop, and you like flip it over and like put the mop over your head to become like your hair and you hunch over and you start like doing a little dance as you tell the riddle. And then they still play along. Oh, I yeah, thought the question was going to be, do you, are you attracted to me? You put the mop over your head? You like it? Do you want to fuck with me? <laughs> not like that. Not like that. No. That's enough. Oh, okay. I don't know. I don't think that. I think that's bad advice. Is Wait, that do you is. do that that's in the mirror at home? Do you put a mop over your hair? Just like, do you want to fuck me? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'm like Buffalo <laughs> Bill, but instead of wearing people's skin, I just literally wear wigs. I'm like, I'd fuck me. No, no. Hop around. Squat down. I'd fuck Ew. me. I fear what the song is that plays the Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, I play that music because I hop around and they'd fuck me. <laughs> oh, so I shouldn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, well, good work, boys. You both gave shit advice, and I flipped another head, so you both get a point. Congrats. Yes! All right! Yes! Now we're all three tied at one. Congratulations. You made it to the big time. All three of us. What? Why do you have one? I gave myself a point a long time ago. I don't remember why at this point, but... <laughs> Read the subreddit. Right. They'll tell us. Right. <laughs> I took a point oh. away from you all, and I gave one to me because you all said something. It's probably the nutritionals. Well, you said nutritionals. Yeah, it's a good word. Yeah, that's your thing. Yeah, that's your I like st- it. Uh, the more you know, word of the day, nutritionals. If it doesn't You're exist, make it does now. Will do video effects now? <laughs> well, my problem. Confetti, <laughs> party lights, disco ball. Come on, Will. If he feels pressure to, that's on him because he can equally just make me look like an asshole and put nothing. Mm-hmm. Like, look. It either says asshole with sparklers <laughs> and fireworks going off, or nothing happened and I look like an asshole anyway. Either way, I win. It's a win-win. For me, it is. But can Will resist the power of editing? I'd say yes, he can. (laughs) Next advice. Good or bad is up to thee. So now, to tell me, stealing candy from a baby. How to? Yeah. Yeah, whether you should or... On how to do it. Approach it however you would like to. Babies are really susceptible to punches. Um, 
I feel like their grip strength is real low. Uh, I feel like, you know, honestly, pushing the carriage over. You see, this is good advice because this all works. You can't say it's bad. It would be very bad. effective. It would be very effective. It's very effective. There's numerous strategies. You know, you um, you could trick it like Indiana Jones style. You could replace it with something and it would never know. Why does that baby have candy anyway? Uh, shouldn't give sugar that early or that quantity. A baby shouldn't have candy. You're doing the right thing by taking it away. This is now still good advice. Um, diseases. I'm sorry, what? what? Diseases. <laughs> You're going to give the baby diseases? I never said that. I just said the word. Okay. What's the implication? There is no implication. Maybe. Well, you I'm heard it here gonna first. Check with, we're going to have to check with legal on this one before we publish this episode. I think. <laughs> Just to, do we need to disclaim that no, you should not give babies diseases? Should, should, I never said that! I never said I'm not I just... saying that you said that. I'm just saying as a general statement, distractible, the podcast, and also us people do not condone or encourage giving diseases uh, no. to children under I'm the age of five. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that a sickly child is easier to take candy from. So pick on the oh. weak ones like you get so the go to the hurt. hospital, and there's lots of candy. Yes, really yeah. Oh, I see the, the, the premature babies that have candy, you could... Take it right from them. Or right outside, like, the doctor's office or dentist office. You know, like, when they go in, mm. they, like, they're good, and they come out, and they get, like, their little candy on the way out. They've already been through a lot that day, so, yeah, they're probably easier to take right from the source. Mm-hmm, yeah, yeah. Plus, they're so upset, they start screaming, crying right away. The parents are completely distracted. Mm-hmm, exactly. Yeah. Easy. Uh, Bob, your yeah. advice. Uh, well, I would say that most people probably approach this, this tough problem, this tough situation, tough heist, if you will, uh, from the wrong perspective. Uh, defeating the baby is not to throw a pun out there, but it's you know child's play really. Babies babies are defenseless, like Mark was saying. They can't they can't do anything. They don't know. Uh, but the real problem is they have a guardian with them. That's the issue. If you can just run right up to a baby and get right past the guardian and have access, then Mark's strategies all work pretty well, I guess. But the real thing is you need to defeat the adult who is legally responsible and in charge of the baby. Could be a parent, could be a nanny or a daycare person, whatever. I will say, if you're looking for volume heist of uh, candy from babies, if you can find a good understaffed daycare, like 20 to 30 kids per, you know, teacher, staff member, whatever, that's just a really ripe room. If you can, if you can impersonate uh, staff at the building or whatever, or if you just create a situation where you distract the adult and they have to leave the room, and maybe even they look at you on the way out and they're like, "Just watch the kids; they're doing uh, finger painting for a minute. I'll be right back." You know, like you come in and you're like, "Ah, uh, the white Hyundai Sonata in the parking lot uh, appears to be on fire." Uh, all all teachers and daycare staff members drive Hyundai Sonatas, just so you know. Easy hot tip there. Uh, they'll they'll go running out of the room and you'll have access. If you do this during snack time, boom. Anything your heart desires. Plus, you can probably get access to the bowl or whatever from which they came. It's just a really, it's a way more easy, professional, you know, manageable way to go about this. You don't want to be, you don't want to be the baby candy pickpocket. You want to be the baby candy mastermind. And so it's just, it's about picking the target and then it's about understanding how to effectively distract and or disable i'm not condoning any violence but you know what i'm saying the human the adult human who's in charge of those babies uh so that you have full access and once the human's disabled narc was right you can do whatever you want babies are defenseless i have one i know firsthand how how uh they don't pay attention can't <laughs> hold on to stuff can't hold his head up yet so like no problem so that's the real key right there. Focus on the adults first. Well, <clears throat> I was willing to give bonus points to anybody who said, don't do it, because this, in case it was tails, so good advice. <laughs> um, and the best advice would be don't take candy from a baby. However, you both have described methods to successfully take candy from a baby, so I have to give you both a point. Theoretically, just to advocate for myself a little bit, I said that you should not take candy from a baby. 
Because that's a waste of time. <laughs> that's a technicality. I you, no, my advice no, was no. that you should take candy from as many babies at a time <laughs> as possible. You know what? Taking candy from a baby is a complete waste and, and not a good way to use your resources. That's fair, but it's out of my hands, so we'll leave it up to a coin flip, Bob. I feel like it's exclusively in your hands. Let's see. What's call how do I win? Do I call it heads? Tails. I don't even believe you, but that's fine. Which opposites <laughs> were the thing earlier, so you get a point. So wait, no, oh. we didn't call the opposites. <laughs> you called opposites earlier. So. I called opposites in my head. Oh, I like right, how Bob fine. doesn't trust me at all until it plays out in his favor that he just goes with it. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't ever trust you. It's rigged unless I win. Obviously, that's how you right, win of stuff. Of course. All right. Who's winning? There's your tails. What, you what in the hell? Oh, you took a picture. I was like, oh, what the right. hell kind of sideways <laughs> website? I took a picture. I just had to zoom in to hide my snot rags. Look, I know we have this discussion about your technological prowess pretty frequently on the show, but you know you can share Thank your you. screen to this. You know, we're recording this on video now. I appreciate your offer. Video, it's available on Spotify, so you should check that out. But uh, you could share your screen and literally show us when you flip a coin or whatever, what have you. Well, hey, you know Ooh, what? Maybe we'll a, do that moving forward. <clears throat> we we but, could think up some cool ideas with it. But for now, we're living in my archaic ways. All right, fair enough. Well, it's, it's technological enough that you don't actually have a coin to flip, but not high-tech enough that you could do anything other than flip the, flip the non-existent <laughs> coin and then tell us the answer. I love that. I love that for us. This episode is brought to you by Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. Everyone loves Mint Mobile, and it's time for more Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. If you say a word too much, it doesn't sound like a word anymore. Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile. Did you know Mint Mobile has unlimited talk and text? Everyone knows Mint Mobile has unlimited talk, text, and data plans for $15 a month when you buy a three-month plan. Everyone knows it. Everyone knows you can save with Mint Mobile. M-I-N-T-M-O-B-I-L-E dot com slash distractible. Use distractible. Use the slash distractible. To get this new customer offer, go to mintmobile.com slash distractible. That's M-I-N-T-M-O-B-I-L-E dot com slash D-I-S-T-R-A-C-C-I-B-L-E. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month for the first three months only. Speeds slower than 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details ebay motors is here for the ride remember when you first saw the potential you're talking about the potential the potential you thought to yourself a oh, little elbow grease some fresh installs a little bit of love you could transform that body full of rust into a baby that's all your own cars right yeah it wouldn't take much to transform my ride your ride's more like schrodinger's ride if you don't think about it it both does and does not exist it is possible but on ebay motors anything is possible with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly they got brake kits led headlights exhaust kits turbochargers bumpers whatever your baby needs ebay motors has it with ebay guaranteed fit they're guaranteed to fit your ride the first time every time or your money back plus at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's E-B-A-Y-M-O-T-O-R-S dot com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. All right. Next topic here. We have two more. This one, okay. I'm excited for. Good or bad advice is up to you, but the point is up to the gods. That or gravity and physics. Uh... Because a coin flip. It's not a real coin. No, it depends on the definition of... Listen, we're not going to get into the philosophy of real versus not real right now. I don't have the time for that. It's not philosophical. It's not real. <laughs> what do you think? Google has a warehouse somewhere with millions of quarters waiting to be Does flipped? Does it have to be physical you... to be real? Look, we're not getting into this. We don't have time. Just tell me. Even if you boil or... it down to its data, the electrical impulses aren't a coin either. I'm going to boil you down to your data. Now, give me good or bad oh. advice. <laughs> Here's my sick-ass roof oh. over here. That's a classic yeah. way burn. Uh-huh. Your mom will be all like, what happened when I'm done with you? Now, here we go. Good or bad advice on defeating the monster under your bed. 
feeling the monster under your bed. It's there. Hmm. I went first last time. You went first two times in a row. I was going to go first oh, last time, okay. but that's fine. I'll, I'll, I'll go this time. I'm ready. I've got good advice for this. Uh, uh, well, you know what? I can say this because I am one now. You know who defeats the monster under your bed? Wait a minute. I just thought all the way through what I was about to say. I have to say it now, but it feels bad. Uh, your, your dad does. You know, when you're a young person and, and you think that. there's a monster hmm. on your bed and then you you just call, you just yell for your daddy. Uh, dad comes and looks and then he defeats the monster because it's not there and he knows that because he's your dad. You guys know how that is, right? Well, that explains why we still have one, I guess. A monster, that is, not dad. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> All right, I'll give you some advice you can relate to. What you're going to want to do is... <laughs> God damn it. Uh, well, I mean, so alternatively to that, if there's some issue with having uh, one of those things I was talking about or whatever, uh, you just cut the legs off your bed. And if that stupid fucker Ooh. wants to spawn in under your bed... Trapped. No no access to the outside world. I uh, actually had a bed like that when I was a kid. It had drawers under it. And so there was no... You couldn't get under it. It sat on the floor. It was like a dresser with like a mattress platform on top of it. I probably had a monster under my bed. That dumb piece of shit was trapped under there for his entire existence. <laughs> Take that, loser. God, that, that's not my idea, but it's just like, that just makes me think of if, you know, where you set a box with a piece of candy on it and a stick and a string, you <laughs> yeah. set a bed up like at an incline, dangle a <laughs> fake hand over the <laughs> <laughs> and have a stick there so when it grabs it, it pulls a stick and it goes, <laughs> like crushes a monster, dead. That's my advice, final answer. That's what I said to you. Or is that stealing your, is that stealing your? No, I like that. That's, that's much more specific. You don't just have to have the bed. It's a whole thing. It's a real active. It's an active strategy, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're okay. you're the hunter, not just the the pacifist. Yeah, exactly. It's a yeah. Um, okay, that'll be my official one. I don't know. You wait. You decide what it is. But I will also say I've always had this thing where um, if I ever because I think everyone does it. You know, you're like, ooh, is there someone in the shadows? Is there something there? Is there a monster? I've always every time that I've done that. And I've been like, ooh, maybe there's something there. I <laughs> take my covers off and then take my pants off. And I'm like, I'm naked, right? And it's like, <laughs> now it's weird. Now it's weird if you're there. <laughs> and just, it makes me feel so much better. I, I, I don't even sometimes have to take my pants off because I'm just like, I got naked. It'd be weird for you. <laughs> You actually do have shadow monsters, but every time you, you just get naked immediately, and the thing in the shadows is just like, oh, fuck. Oh, God. Why did he just get naked? What? This is so creepy now. Oh, People man. are going to think things about me that aren't true, okay? I'm just doing my job. How am I supposed to lurk in the shadows when I saw him take his underwear off? Oh, God. Man. I imagine if this pre-established competition where like you know the monster's there and it knows you're there and it's like coming for you and it's finally like winning and you drop your pants, it's like, dude, you know that's not cool. I was winning. Come on. I had you this time and you know it. I think it's like an evolution of imagine everyone within their underwear. Like if you're being chased by Jason, do you think it would work or Freddy or something? You're just like, oh, oh, wait. Now it's Jason, weird. maybe. <laughs> Freddy, no, because he would just turn his head into your penis and like come up and like look at you or something, right? Because he does weird ah, shit. Of course, yeah. That's got it, yeah. I don't know. It's actually not a joke. I, I... <laughs> but like Michael Myers, he would just do like the... You know, the head tilt. You dropped your pants and Michael Myers wouldn't chase you anymore. He would just do the head tilt. You don't know Halloween, Michael Myers? Not know. like Austin Powers, Michael Myers. He might also do that. Cat in the hat, Michael Myers. Mm, got it. <laughs> not like Austin Powers. Got in the hat though. Oh, mm. Wayne's World. Do you know that movie is the reason he was not in Hollywood for a while? Apparently, he was such a terror to work with on the set of Cat in the Hat that that was the last feature film that he was booked for for a substantial amount of time. Apparently, he's a real diva, and there were some issues allegedly? or something. This is all, this is all complete gossip. So yeah, allegedly, this is from you know like tabloid shit. But apparently, that's why Cat in the Hat was like one of the last things he ever did for quite a long time. 
Uh, until he was in the Queen movie as the angry Scottish man. Or was he Scottish? Irish? I don't know. Allegedly, remember. that's interesting. I think it was Scottish. Allegedly, it's hilarious. <laughs> um, You both get a point, because I guess those are both good advices. Mark, you technically gave two, so I guess I'll what, do a coin flip thing? to see if you get a bonus one. I like the trap with the hand underneath. That made me laugh. Okay. So. No, yeah, that's fantastic. Because mm -hmm. an under-the-bed monster would absolutely fall for a trap like that. Yeah, yeah it's, it's the right the tone. Yeah. It is weird that we got heads, heads, tails, tails, but that's how the coins flipped, so. What does that mean? What does it mean? Does it mean it's just the way the coins flipped point? thus far. No, do it has I no impact point? on the next coin flip. But now I'm going to flip to see if Mark tied it up with his two answers because they were both pretty funny. Get naked, I was not expecting. Wait, I gave two <laughs> advices. Just because you are biased against my first advice doesn't mean it's bad advice. I gave you a bonus point last round. I'm giving Mark a chance this round. It's fine. Well, I, I don't think th I don't think the getting naked one actually is good advice. But all right, I'll take it. <laughs> you don't anyway because the coin flipped against you. So, or wait, you have to call it, don't you? You didn't call it, did Damn you? Damn it, tails! <laughs> oh, well, yeah, I did get tails. What? No, you have to flip it again, though. I gotta flip it again. It's okay. Gone while it's in the air. What? It's, it was, right. no! it was in the is air. In the was... air. Tails. It's tails. No, that's not a real coin. Real coins are fifty-fifty. It's one it than is, the other. But than the, the opposite gets points, so he still doesn't get a point. Remember, it's the opposite of what you call. That's true. That's what you did for me. Fair's fair's fair. Fair's fair, Mark. <clears throat> Sorry, the coin flipped. If it makes you feel any better, it was tails the first time too, so you would have lost both times. Oh, so I didn't even screw you over. You just oh. you just thought you weren't going to be screwed over. To be fair, if we weren't doing opsies, you had it. I I, I get that. No, I get that. I get to it. make it very clear, we, your rule has screwed you. Can we... Wait, are we are we still going to go opposite seas? Because I feel like if we switch opposite seas now, it'll still go against me somehow. But I feel if we stay opposite seas, it'll still go against me. So what you're saying is it's opsies, and you want to switch, which means you want to keep it opsies. Opsies, like nutritionals, are going throughout this episode. We can't go back now. All right, our last topic. Good or bad advice, the ball is in your courts. On how to escape from a bank you just robbed. The robin is done. Alarms are going off. Sirens outside. First, can I just say it seems like we did a bad job robbing this bank. Yeah, you shouldn't rob the bank. That's probably the best advice. Don't rob a bank. A good, a good heist would have no alarms at the end. It didn't no go well. Okay, it didn't go well. Mm, okay. Are the cops, like, outside the door right now? Or is it like, they're on the way, you we don't got know. five minutes? You've covered up the windows so they can't see in, but that also means you can't see out. I would never run a heist where I had no info on the exterior of the bank! Bad heist, man. Is this person even worthy of our advice at this point? This is yeah, a bumbling I think, burglar. I think this is some mediocre wannabe gangster. Yeah. Give whatever advice you want. I... I think the advice is get a good lawyer because you're fucked. Like, there's no way out of that. <laughs> Spend your last few minutes in the bank just calling up like, Hi, uh, 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 fish block, uh, uh, my students and barns. Can I get a good attorney from you? <laughs> just keep trying until you find somebody? Okay. I think I think we should remove Barnes as a partner from this firm because he doesn't give any advice at all in this. So I feel like we're doing most of the work here. That's what happens I split when three you're the host, ways, yeah. but do ways. Maybe you should try winning, then you would know what it's like to not have to do the work. I think the advice is to vote to uh, remove the third and useless board member from the the partnership and keep it a 50-50 split. That's my advice. Wait, are we at the law firm now instead of the bank? You made us at the law firm. Are we voting you? right now? or That's the best advice we could give. We? Collectively? Yes, making a lot of assumptions here. Your Honor, I'd like to approach the bench. <laughs> <laughs> Your Honor, we don't know for a fact whether he's the one who speaks in riddles or speaks in rhymes. Point <laughs> of information. Your Honor, have you ever heard of the ship of Theseus? <laughs> because this law firm might have been built with the three of us, but we've replaced over time. Is it still the same All right, law okay. firm? All right, bank robbery gone wrong. Actual advice... Or bad, it's up to you. You don't have to give good advice. Uh, we're bad, blow it up. Use the extra C4. You brought way too much C4 because you planned improperly. You covered up all the windows. They'll never see you sticking C4 on every surface. And then when they're just about to go, you're boom. Was that bad advice?
Probably, because you're not getting out with the money, so I'd know. say so. So what do you, you just ride the explosion up into the air and then land on your feet? I think and you walk die. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. Put on your explosion-proof boots and get ready. Like, dude, like in Minecraft, put a bunch of TNT underneath you and then you go straight and then up. splat into the ceiling and die anyway. Well, dig a hole first, duh. Through the roof. No, you put a TNT up there first because you're dis you're a few blocks oh. away from it, so it'll blow up first, yeah. and then you. Boom. Of course, yeah. you're on the phone with like the negotiators. <laughs> you're just dying, like, yeah, no, we need a we did an airplane at the airport with uh, parachutes inside. Just <laughs> the roof blows off. The <laughs> negotiator's like, um, what was that? <laughs> nothing, nothing. That's just how banks Steve, work. Steve has a cold. <laughs> I could see that. I could see that working. Okay, that's my advice. Blow it up. Um, yeah. So my advice would be, uh, I would. I'm. This is gonna reach back far. Okay. So this is this is more in the preparation stage. This is advice for next time. Hey, reach back, reach around, do what you gotta do. Uh, I would say when you're sitting there dreaming up the heist, what you're gonna want to do is think more carefully about your target. Banks tend to have a lot of security, a lot of, you know, a lot of, a lot of stuff. Vault, bars, guards. You know what's a much softer target and a way more profitable heist in general? Stealing all of the candy from all of the kids <laughs> who are on the playground <laughs> with their nannies in a rich neighborhood. Rich neighborhood is good in detail because it means they have big, you know, they don't have fun size bars, they get full size candy bars, right? They get big candy, they get whatever, they get the fancy stuff. No, no dumb, dumb suckers over here, only real ones, only Tootsie Pops, okay? And uh, you forego the bank completely, set up your candy, kid candy heist, way easier to get away with. You basically walk away from the scene scot-free because you will have so effectively distracted all of the adults that no one will even know what happened. It'll be like one of those things where they come back and they're like, where's all the candy? Must have been aliens. And that's it. Scott free. Escape. Successful. No peril. Okay. No need for all the C4 explosions and all that. Much better plan in general. Kids are stupid and you could definitely get all the candy from them so easily. So police are about <laughs> to breach the bank and arrest you and you take someone by the shoulders and you give them this advice that's like a hostage and then you go willingly knowing you've passed on better knowledge to the next heist? Yeah, that one hostage who was, like, too attached to you, who was, like, willing to jump in and help, where, mm. like, you know, someone else is, like, plotting against you, is like, we're gonna get out of here, and then they won't have us hostages as leverage. We're gonna screw these... And the one hostage was just like, he's trying to escape. He's trying to plot an escape. <laughs> this guy right here, this is the bank manager. You hadn't figured that out yet. He, uh, he took his suit off, so he doesn't look as official. This is the bank manager... I heard him talking, and this guy, uh, you should make an example of him, probably. And uh, do you guys got an extra seat in your van or whatever? I don't know how you're getting away from this. But, uh, <laughs> the over-enthusiastic love... hostage. Yeah, well, there's yeah. always, you know, there's always that. Well, if you character. need to shoot somebody, I mean, my legs have worked. I mean, you can shoot one of mine. Well, they want to join in. They're they're finding targets oh, for the okay. heisters. Gotcha. They're not volunteer. They're like, I'm on your side, man. Man, let's check it to the man. <laughs> I don't know. That advice you gave sounds like Guru Harold was in there with them. I was like, <laughs> what you should have done was steal from kids, rich kids in the neighborhood. No dumb dumbs. You know, it's like, <laughs> listen, it seems like this heist is poorly planned. Oh, you some... didn't do this right. Not enough TNT. Well, I'm actually a guru. I've got great <laughs> insight for you. <laughs> I was here to deposit my many checks, many checks for in my for all my guruing. Mm. <laughs> it's called. It's called guruing. Uh huh. Yes. I'm sad to say for our bank robbers, I don't think any of them are getting out with your guys' advice. It was maybe good advice uh, in high in pre sight, but none of them are getting out with the money. Pre sight. Pre sight was 2020, but they didn't listen. Mm. But thankfully, the coin flipped heads. So your bad advice both work out for you. Thank you. Now, our score currently sits Bob with five points, Mark with four points. I still have one, because whatever I did earlier. Um, Can I have your one point? Can I? No, I, I deserve it. Well, perhaps we'll leave seat. it up to the flip of a coin. 
but I deserve it. Then you get to call it, Bob. The coin is in the air. Ted's. <laughs> uh, did that work? Uh? <laughs> it has to be one of those, so I feel like uh, that's an automatic win. Even even in Opsy's land, I, I pretty much covered all bases there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you guys okay? I did not. Really growing up first. No. Man, I don't know why that tickled me. That was good. <laughs> I don't fucking know, man. It was tails. What does that mean? Uh, well, I'd give him uh, the point. Much just win it, I think. I don't know. Okay, all right. That's fair, I suppose. Oh, Mark, you concede that Ted's means he wins. <laughs> I get it. All right, Bob, get more you get of the, the AI point. in there. I just say it's Ted's. <laughs> <laughs> oh, with a much uh, more okay. dominating victory than it seemed like it should, then Bob wins six to four. Uh, that's fair. And I lost a point at the end that I don't remember how I earned. So all so is right. Uh, the thing is, I don't even know if I would have won or lost if I called the right one or the wrong one. I'm super unclear on how that would have played out, so... Well, if you'd <laughs> called Tails and it was Tails, you would have lost, because we've been doing Opsies. What if I called Heads and it was Heads? You would have lost, because it was Opsies. If it was Heads, I win. Tails, I lose. Only if you called Tails, yeah. No, Heads, heads you win. In, tails, in, I in. lose. That's not the joke. <laughs> But it's One of us speaks no. in riddles, the other. <laughs> One of us speaks in riddles, the other might have a little bit of dementia. <laughs> Shit. Can we say that? Uh, uh, I, it's not Jesus. I mean whatever. Another one might not speak so clearly. That's not Man. funny. You, gonna... you go up to that Sphinx and you're just like, oh sorry, which one? <laughs> you'll never know. You go up and one of them's like, you'll never know, and the other one's like, where are we? <laughs> Is that a riddle? Is that, it's a question of... <laughs> Well, uh, Bob, give oh, us your God. victory speech. Congrats on winning. Oh, I don't feel good about it suddenly. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, I was pretty unclear as to how to win this on purpose. So I just did what I thought would be uh, good advice. And it turns out that good advice, giving good advice is the best advice I could have given to myself before this episode. And I'm glad I did that. Thanks, me. You're welcome. Mark, mm. you've lost yet again. Yeah, uh, I've been on a bit of a losing streak. Um, I know I'm like, what is it, 16 wins down after that, but I, I'm going to climb back up after this. Weirdly enough, I think this was Wade's fairest judgment thus far, even though it was completely random anopsies. Um, I'll get him next time. Just stay, keep TNT in your pocket for any time you find yourself on the bad end of a bank heist. And get naked when you're afraid. <laughs> God... I feel like that was excellent advice. I, that, when would that not work? Y'all made me laugh Never. at like the most unexpected times in this one. There were times I was like, man, this is going to be a funny one. And like you guys just moments, I was like, okay, it's going to be pretty chill. And then just, I right, move the sheets, drop my drawers. And then the Ted's. It was pretty good. Well done. Well, done. <laughs> All right, well thank you. Thank you guys for listening and watching now. This is our second time with the video. Hopefully y'all enjoyed it. Sorry I'm a bit under the weather. Hopefully next time I'm feeling better. No rhyme intended, but one of us speaks in riddles and ones and rhymes and all that. Uh, you can find us at our respective places. Mark Markiplier, Bob at MySkirm. I'm Wade, Minion777, LordMinion777, because I'm complicated. Uh, we have merch stored at distractiblepodcast.com. You can get stuff there. And I guess uh, thanks for watching. We'll see you in the next one when Bob hosts something. Until then, podcast out. <laughs>